Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. Thank you for joining me this week. Last week, Love Unfucked came out. So if you haven't got your copy yet, then you'll need to get your copy, all right? Because I'm going to be talking about Love Unfucked not only this week, but in the coming weeks, and it's going to become part of my general conversation because I'm going to reach into that book to talk about how to solve some of your relationship issues, some of the stuff that's going on. But many people were a little surprised by one of the chapters in the book. They were surprised. What were they surprised about? They were surprised about the chapter that talks about how to split up. So, you know, I mean, it's, I guess it stands to reason, you know, people think they're going to read a book about relationships and how to get good at relationships. And then here's this fucking Scottish guy telling you how to split up. I mean, what's the, what's the freaking point then? Well, there's a lot of point. You see, this is true in life, right? And that is true as true can be. And remember, whenever anybody's talking about truth, they're talking about a truth that we've agreed upon. You and me and whoever else might be impacted by that truth. Okay, so in broad terms, it's a whole lot easier to get into something than it is to get out of it. Now, this is definitely true in business. People are quick to jump into fucking business partnerships because it seems like an easy solution. And I've had many clients in my coaching career who had just gotten themselves into all kinds of shit and hadn't really paid much attention at all to how they would get out of it. I want you to know this. I want you to, I want you to think about this. Whatever you're getting yourself into, if you haven't strategized, planned for, prepared for, thought about, given some real tactical and logical thinking to, how you will get out of that, then you get what you fucking deserve. And I don't mean that in a cruel way or an uncaring way. I want you to go, you've, you've gone in there blindfolded. If you're going to spend all the time to get yourself into something, you should be clear about who you'll need to be to get out of it. Even if you never want that to happen, even if you never want to have to handle the whole idea of getting out of whatever you've gotten yourself into, 
like moving to another country or getting into investing or, you know, changing a fucking job, starting a business, starting a relationship, getting married, getting divorced. I really mean that. Like, how are you prepared for what this next thing is? And if it doesn't go your way, how are you going to handle that? How are you going to handle it? So, yeah, it stands to reason that one of the chapters in Love Unfucked goes into detail with how to break up with somebody. Because there is a way to do it. Like, there's a way to end a partnership in business. And one of the basic principles that I always stand in, see, look, you guys, I've told you this many, many times. I care enough about the past to respect it, to realize that a bunch of it needs to be dealt with. But I'm really not too fascinated in the idea of having it replace my future. Okay, so another basic principle of mine is if the past is getting in the way of the present right now, I'm going to deal with it in such a way that it gets it out of the way so that I'm clear for what's next. So if the past is getting in the way of the present to such a degree that it's impacted my future, I'm going to do whatever that fucking takes to get that out of the present so that I can create plenty of space for what's next. Plenty of space for what's next. Does that mean I'll take a hit when it comes to the past? Absolutely, I will. People are far too fascinated with what's right and what's fair. And then you, and then I, and then they said, and then I was like, and then did, are you fucking kidding me? What are you doing about what's next? The quicker you take that coat off, the more prepared you'll be for whatever future you might be creating for yourself. So it stands to reason in my philosophy and the way that I approach what it is to be a human being, the quicker you can deal with whatever impact there's been, the quicker you can deal with whatever responsibility there is for you to fucking absorb in that moment, and the quicker you can release, let go, and let other people be themselves, the quicker you will be ready for what's next for yourself, for the future, right? People think, oh, I know, and then that's not fair though. And it, because that means, no, it doesn't mean shit. A lot of times we get wrapped up in things because we, in the back of our minds, believe that if we let it go, it'll make what happened okay. No, it doesn't make it so at all. I'm not saying it's okay. I am saying it's over. And the quicker you prepare for what comes after when it's over, and by the way, your insistence of going back there and dealing with that and scraping at that and tugging at that and arguing over that only lengthens the ability of the past to reach into your current life, only makes it bigger, stronger, more tangible, more real. And that's why you go to fucking Starbucks and talk to your friends about it. You're not talking about what's next. You're not engrossed in what's next. You're not curious about what's next. Mostly you're just fucking afraid of what's next. It's fear pretending that it's uncertain. Fear 
pretending. Oh, no, no, I just haven't worked that out yet. No, no. You got to step out there. You got to take that thing on. That's the real deal. And another thing that you should remember here is what's fair and what's legal are not necessarily the same. So if you're dealing with something in your life where there's some illegality, right, where something is, that happened was illegal, then yeah, you should fucking handle that. And you should be responsible for the degree. Listen, listen, fucking listen. You need to be responsible for the degree to which that pursuit impacts your current happiness. You need to be responsible for how much that impacts your current happiness. You need to handle yourself. And sometimes when we have things like, you know, when, we're, when we are dealing with, you know, big upsetting things in our lives, things that happened two weeks ago, five weeks ago, three months ago, we get wrapped up in things. You can't use it as a crutch to explain why you're a fucking asshole. So you might need to build some new things into your life to support you while you're dealing with these items from your past. And I really mean it, like stuff like going for fucking walks or getting a massage or, you know, reading more or working out more or eating better or whatever is going to support your state of mind, your body, your well-being. You might have to build some extra pieces in. You don't get to just throw your fucking arms in the air and say, oh, well, I'm really stressed out. Oh, I get that. Okay, but what have you put in place to support you with that while this is going on? And if you haven't put anything in place, then you need to. You need to put things in place. You need to start thinking logically about yourself, the way that you operate, the way that you're wired, what's going to make a difference with you. You see, all too often in this life, people just want to, like I said, throw their fucking arms up. Oh, you know, I'm having this fucking... Terrible time of it. You know, I got fired and I was, and they should never have done that. Or, you know, somebody just screwed me out of fucking $30,000 or da-da-da-da-da. Okay, well, you need to realize about what you're getting into. Remember the start of the show? What you're getting into. Acknowledge that you're getting into this. I'm not saying don't get into it. And if you're getting into this, what are you going to put in place to support you while you're handling it. And if the answer is nothing, then all you're going to do is eat into your capacity to handle life. It will have a very negative effect on your well-being. And if you look at it and say, you know what? The effect that this would have on my well-being is not worth it. Then let it go and get your attention on what's next. And if there's anything that irks you about that, and you're going to let it go, but it still irks you, handle that. Be responsible for that and the degree to which it impacts your happiness. Because you let it go. If you're letting it go, then you're going to fucking be responsible for every little hangnail that's left and deal with that too. What I'm giving you here, by the way, is a complete picture of how to operate as a functional, powerful, 
human being. To start thinking in ways that go beyond the readily accepted ways that we all deal with this, which is to fucking grind it out and get angry and get even. And do you even realize what the fuck you are doing to yourself? What you're doing to those around you? I've lost count of the amount of things that I've just said, you know what? In terms of fairness, yeah, I mean, I probably could pursue that. But I've got a big future. I literally don't have time for this. Not the kind of time that it would take, and I'm unwilling to put myself into that space. So I'm letting it go. And I'm letting go of my right to be angry, frustrated, and resentful about it. I'm letting go of that too, because this is my choice. I'm choosing to let it go. I want to be free for what's next. And you guys, ultimately, that's what it comes down to in so much of my work. I want to be free for what's next. What's next? What's next? What's next? Not like I'm dying to get there. It's not about getting to what's next. It's about having what's next. Vitalize the present. Like I get inspired about what's next. I live an inspired life. Why? Because my present is populated with the future. It's populated. I'm inspired by it. I'm working on it. I'm led up by the people that I get to share my life with, given this future, my wife, my children, my friends, my community, the nation. I fucking love my life because I love what's next. I'm not fascinated with what's been. What's been, I own it. It's all good. I don't make myself wrong for it. I don't make you wrong for it. We're human beings. Everybody does what they do. I get that. What's next, my friends, is where it's at. All right. We're going to take a short break. We're going to come back with our question for the nation. Don't forget, if you haven't bought your copy of Love Unfucked yet, get yourself to the bookstore and do it. And yeah, many people have asked me, should I get a copy of this for myself and my husband or myself and my wife or my girlfriend or my whatever? Yeah, why the fuck not? Why wouldn't you? Why would you not do that? Of course you would. It's also available on audiobook, Kindle, all places where you get good books. We're going to take a question from the nation in a moment. As usual, if you want to be part of a future episode, call, leave me a voicemail, or text me your question or your conundrum or your comment, 646-450-3203, or email me, connect at garyjohnbishop.com, or you can jump over to the website, unfucknation.com, where you can also get all your merch and T-shirts and sweatshirts and cool shit like that. All right, we're going to be back in a moment. Hang in there. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
Welcome back. This week's question for the nation is freaking awesome. And I've had so many great questions recently. And I want you guys to know, like, it really is a challenge for me to pick one, right, that's going to impact the nation. But I think this one will. And it's not a question that immediately people might feel as if applies to them. But if you think about it, you'll see that it applies to everybody on this, on, on uh, uh, who is part of the nation, right? So this week's question comes from Alice. And Alice says, I've found myself in a very weird place with my partner. And I've listened to your podcast and they really helped me. So I'm hoping my unusual situation could use some of your wisdom. Me and my boyfriend have been seeing each other for nine months and the relationship itself is great and very healthy. We care about each other a lot and I can't fault our connection. The only issue is my boyfriend and he strongly believes he is incapable of love. It's like he believes falling in love is impossible for him. However, his feelings for me are very strong and he often says he cares about me more than people who say they are in love. He thinks the words I love you are tossed around so meaningless to other people. He has very strong relationships with his friends and mom, so I'm convinced he's not at all incapable of love, but perhaps is struggling with what the idea of love is. My question is, if love is just a word we say to each other, can I stay with him knowing I may never hear these words? Surely it's his actions and feelings that are more important. I understand you have a new book on love coming out soon. However, this seems such a weird situation. I'm not sure it will be mentioned. Yeah. All right, Alice. Well, the minute love becomes a thing, it's not love. So the minute love becomes a thing, it's not love. It's not. Love isn't one of those aspects of your humanity that you, that you aim for. You either are loving or not. All too often, by the way, people are kind of waiting for some feeling to happen, right? Like, is this love? I've got the butterflies in my stomach. Or am I nervous? Is this love? I feel a surge of energy. Or was that the fucking latte I just had? Is this love? I'm looking at that person like I really appreciate them and I really want to be with them? Or is that a crush? Or am I just attracted to them? Or blah, 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 right? Love is not a destination to get to. Love is somewhere you come from. Now, love is also something to explore with another. You're exploring what it is to love someone. Because Why? Because it's not a fucking destination. And if you're in a long-term relationship, you're constantly exploring that new and different ways. That's why people say, oh, my relationship's changed. Well, maybe, maybe your situation's changed, but has the way in which you love that person shifted? Have you learned to love them in new ways for yourself? I don't mean to fix something or make something better. I mean, actually, for the possibility of being loving and only that. So there's two parts about this, though. So that's the kind of foundational piece you need to get, right? Your boyfriend doesn't know what love is because love is not an is. I want to know what love is. Oh, yeah, listen. Love is not an is. It's an expression, right? It's not. You don't suddenly find yourself there like, am I in? Did I make it? Am I here? Are you here? Are we both here? So 
That's the kind of foundation you need to get. Love is you're exploring your connection with this other person. You're exploring your own feelings, your own expressions. But that he says he's incapable of love, you can tell him straight from me to him, he's full of fucking shit and he doesn't know what he's talking about. So, my friend, you are full of fucking shit and you don't know what you're talking about. You might feel as if you don't know how to do that. I get that. But to say you're incapable of that is just not accurate. Okay? It's not accurate. But you might feel as if, like, you're not free to love another. You don't experience yourself as free to express your love. Like there's something there in the way. And with your boyfriend, Alice, there's something in the way for him. I would add this, though. It's not your fucking job to fix him or get whatever that is out of the way. That's his choice. If he wants to get that out of the way, he should do the work on himself. You don't need to convince him to do that. None of that shit. If he feels as if this is how he wants to live his life and this is how he wants to proceed, then that's up to him. Your choice will be, do I want to live with somebody who is stopped by something and is clearly stopping there? Do I want to share my life with them? Maybe with a forlorn idea in my mind that somehow they'll shake their way out of it, but with no commitment from them to do so. If you want to be in a relationship with that, then that's your choice, okay? And you're accepting that whole dynamic between you and he. You can't then use that against him because this is your choice. So if you're choosing to be in a relationship with another who's insisting this is the way they are and this is how it is, then it's your choice. You are choosing that game. And if you want to make your life about that game, then you should do that. And if you're looking at that and saying, I don't want to make my life about this game, then you're out. That's how that goes. Now, there's another little piece in here in the background for me. Because, you know, you're subconsciously driven. So there's definitely a piece here. If you've read uh, Stop Doing That Shit, where I kind of get into your subconscious mechanism and what it's driven to do. It's a little strange, not strange. I don't want to say strange because it makes it sound like it's weird and unusual. And your situation, Alice, is not weird, nor unusual at all. Many people feel as if they struggle to express their joy or satisfaction. They feel as if they can't be happy. And the more they focus on being happy rather than exploring, well, what's happiness for me? I mean, I see what it is for him, but it might be different for me. We're not all engaged with the same things in this life. But if you read Stop Doing That Shit, there's something in there about your subconscious mechanism. And I find it interesting that for nine months, you've been making this work for yourself. Like there's something about this that doesn't work for you, but you're continuing to make it work. So I wonder if there's something in this for you in terms of whether you believe you can be loved, whether you are loved. Because, you know, the people we pick are no fucking accident. And yes, I do deal with that in Love Unfucked. The people we pick are designed to connect with what we deal with subconsciously, such that we might be able to continue to deal with it, believe it or not. So he's got his own journey to make. You got yours to make. There's this underlying element of expressing and exploring love 
with another human being. It's not a thing. Love is not a thing. And the minute you turn it into a thing, you're fucked. It's not a thing. I believe I'm incapable of love. Well, you are now that you've said it, but what about now? Well, I believe I'm incapable of love. I get that. But what about now? Well, I think I'm incapable. I get that. But what about now? (laughs) And that's true of all of fucking life. That's what a developing, growing, expanding human being might do. And that might be of interest to you. What is it to explore love with another? And that way, you know, love, and I think that's part of the problem we get into with when we get out of relationships and get into the next one, we're trying to replicate something or overcome something that's been, we don't get to explore. It's an expression. You get to explore it. It's in, sure, it's in what I do, what I say. I would assert that if you can't get those words out of your mouth, that is definitely something you need to look at. No one gives a fuck about what other people are saying. What are you saying about love? I don't care. When other people say it's empty, I don't fucking care. What about you? What about you when you say it? Well, there's nothing there for me. Okay, all right. And now you're looking at something, Alice, that maybe you didn't want to look at. So lots for you to think about, Alice. I'm not about giving you answers. You know that. I want you to think. I want you to percolate. I want you to work your way through some of these things. This is about opening you up to a world where you can start to figure yourself out, figure out the world, and figure out who you are in this world and what you tolerate that gets in the way of who the fuck you are and who you are in this world. And whatever you're tolerating, this isn't just you, Alice, this is everybody listening right now, whatever you're tolerating in this world, you will eventually be burdened by. Whatever you're tolerating, you will eventually be burdened by. That's it for this week. Have a great week, you guys. It's so awesome to be back in the flow again. And as I said earlier, you haven't got your copy of Love Unfucked? Get yourself a copy. I'm going to be talking about it for many weeks and months to come, sporadically, right? Talking about it here and there and everywhere like I do with all my books because I use them as a reference. I use them as a guide for you to sort your shit out. So Love Unfucked won't be any different in that regard. All right, you guys, that's it. Have a great one. being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra and united healthcare makes it easy with health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company they supplement your primary plan helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods so when it comes to covering your medical bills you can feel good about being a little extra visit uh1.com to find the health protector guard plan for you